DJ Pastor Happy Feet of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We are at the Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment podcast. And we are in the studio. In the word. Love of this art. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we are rocking by via technology, and we are here today, y'all. We're going to continue our conversation and everything. Yo, we're here to bring you inspiration and information. Make sure that you always tune in every time we drop one. Feel free to drop a comment here and there. Let us know how you enjoyed the show and what you enjoyed about it and what's going on. Now we're about ready to dive in this thing. Yes, sir. <laughs> I am your host, DJ Pastor Happy Feet, with my co-host. Yo, 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 this your girl, Ty Boogie. Y'all, and I can't forget my main man, new kid on the block. New kid, new energy, it's Mr. G. Yeah, and we're here, y'all. <laughs> I told you I'm not going to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know... Our energy levels must continuously to be high because there are so many things going on in the world today, man. Mm-hmm. And yes. I just want to dampen the spirit right now. Well, I don't want to even say dampen. Just continue to shine light on the fellow that continuously that these these school shootings, man. These school killings. You know, we even talked about that one time before about the shooting here, the twelve year old in South Carolina, and they're charging him as an adult. And now it takes place the school shooting here, and I mean not here, but in uh, Texas. The young guy walks into an element, eighteen-year-old walks into an elementary school, kills nineteen students, nineteen children, right. and mm. two adults. So, but first, before he even get there, he kills his he kills his grandmother. So I thought about that. I thought he just shot the grandma. Yeah, I think she's well, still hanging well, on by dear life. Yeah, she's still hanging on. Yeah, she's, yeah. Uh, she's still fighting. Live, grandma, live. Mm-hmm. She could be able to tell the story in Jesus. Yeah, because this this is preposterous. Because how can you just wake up in the morning and just decide to say that I'm going to kill these kids? I'm going to shoot right. up somebody. I'm going to rob somebody. Uh, elementary. Uh, elementary yeah. school. Mm-hmm. How do you decide that you're going to just get up and go kill somebody like that? What makes it okay for you to think? Yes, mental health is real, but what what in the world can we think that would be so good as to get up in the morning and just to say, I'm going to kill somebody today? But a lot of it is premeditated, just like the Buffalo shooting. A lot of these things are premeditated. All the signs be there, but a lot of people ignore them. A lot of these signs are ignored, and what happens to a bunch of us, what happens, what happened to those children, or to anyone, that can happen to any one of us. Right. You know, and none of these things needs to be overlooked. The gun laws, you know, a lot of, a lot of, it keep, a lot of people continuously talking about the gun laws. How do y'all feel about guns in schools, whether it's elementary to high school? Or far as staff wise. Now because of all the school shootings. Oh, go ahead. Because of all these school shootings, that these kids need protection. For someone to just come up in there and no one can 
can do nothing to take them down but the police until they get there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And how can you have like, a school and have no no kind of procedures in place? Go ahead, Tom. My bad. Right. That's protection. Now we have to have protection in elementary schools now. Yeah, who yeah. would have thought? Go ahead, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. No, no one would have thought that at an elementary school you would need to have an armed resource officer there. Now, I know, I think in Texas they do have them in some middle schools and a lot of high schools, but like you said, yeah. common sense would dictate who would actually come into an elementary school and do that. And it's almost 10 years since the the, the shooting up in Connecticut. The, the, the Columbine shooting? The, no, Columbine? Yeah. Am I saying that right? The Columbine was in Colorado. Colorado shooting, yeah. But the one in, I think, in Newtown, Connecticut. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that, was, that was... Yeah, the Newtown shooting, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was almost, it's almost 10 years to the day that that happened, not exactly to the day, but it was close to it. But there should be some type of training, at least on the staff perspective. Now, you, there, there, there are always what ifs to everything, because then what if someone gets mad in the class and they go get the teacher's gun or the staff? There's no clear cut answer to all of this. There's always going to be a what if, but there's got to be a start somewhere. It's got to be a conversation somewhere. <clears throat> Because there's gotta be there's gotta be a way for the 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 facilities to have a leg up. Now I don't know if it's true or not. I saw someone on Facebook, so take this with a grain of salt. That actually the guy walked in and the resource officers confronted him and still didn't do anything about it. He was yeah. able to he was able to barricade himself into a classroom in which most, if not all, of the children were killed in that classroom. Wow. Now, now everything else I knew that I think that I saw on Facebook that maybe <clears throat> that uh, he he walked into the elementary school and he was confronted by some officers and they did nothing. And, and the thing is, man, to be a dad and be looking for your child lost, 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 mm -hmm. and then say I'm looking cracking. for my baby, and then come back and do an update and said I found my baby and she is now flying high with her little brother. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know how devastating that is to parents? Yes. First, you lose a child by uncontrollable circumstances, and then you lose your child to someone who decided to get up and take a life. Mm. But they, mm. they, they, they did kill him, but, yeah. but still, man. And you this thing, these kids are just finna get out for the summer. They was finna have yeah. a summer vacation. In fact, their their uh, their last day of school was tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Their last day of school. They were they were planning summer vacations and everything. Yeah, so happy and excited. But to get back to the uh, the, you know, it's it's this starts somewhere. Mm -hmm. This hurt starts somewhere, and you know we've been dealing about uh, dealing with about peeling back the layers of hurt, onion, the peeling back that layer of onion. And, you know, I was I was making a hash today. Boy, my son was over there. They told me he was bragging about it now. I'm talking about this like Grandma Ruth cooking. Boy, I cook like an old man, don't I? <laughs> yeah, he over there. This tan it up. But the whole thing is, I was peeling back, I was cutting up this onion, and I was peeling and I was thinking about the podcast that we were doing. And I and thank God I used 
gloves to cut the onion because boy my hand will probably be funkier than a monkey so and <laughs> and, and i think there's layers after layer after layer after layer mm-hmm. of onions until you get to the to the inner part to the part that you know but you you peel off the part but you keep peeling you keep peeling there's layers and layers and this is how hurt begins this is how crying begins this is how depression begins all of these things that we've talked about and everybody across the world are talking about depression hurt and mental health and all those things there's layers to get into you have to begin to peel back so you have to be a village to be able to reach any and everybody that we think that we can we shouldn't wait to the last minute to find out you know, or either, or, or, or find out the last minute that something happened or something wrong. Or I knew that child was going to be like that. I knew something like that was going to happen. See, that's the problem. Like if you saying you that it, this is what you something. knew, yeah, exactly. If you ought to be able to be that beacon, that light, to be able to step in and be some kind of helper, right? Or make yourself available, or make someone feel comfortable that can confide in you about what's going on, right? Yeah. What you say, Joe? Like you say. Oh, go ahead, Ty. Like, cause you never know what somebody got going on at home, what what that was taught, you know, in their house. You don't, you don't know. No, you don't know. You never know what what's going on. Right. And, and let's go to the part to where, you know, when uh Big Mama and them, our parents and them always say, "Don't you dare go out and discuss nothing that was going on in this house." You know, I've said it too. Mm-hmm. You know, you whatever goes on in this house, stay in this house. And you know, I've I've even heard churches say it. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Don't discuss business outside these walls. What yeah, here stays here. Right. Exactly. Especially in Vegas. What you say? What goes on in <laughs> Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're right, though. You stay in Vegas, but everything else still goes home with you. <laughs> Oh. Right. Don't come home <laughs> with crabs. What in the world? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to reality. Right. Back to life. Back to reality. Okay, so we're peeling back this onion of this yes. thing called hurt. And there's many layers to it. And there are many things that happen to people that causes these layers to begin to happen, such as being abused as a child, mentally, physically, emotionally, emotionally. It starts somewhere. It, there's, there's, there is a core to the, yeah. the, the to all these layers. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Keep going. And, the problem with the problem is by time uh, more more times than not when situations like were just happening in Buffalo and Texas and some other places as well, we take so long to identify what we think are the layers to this hurt that those layers build up and after you finish unraveling all those and you see the core and it started twenty thirty years ago, and if we had just paid attention to it and identified it. It could have been handled a different way and it could have came out to a different outcome. But like you said earlier, we are so antisocial 
and wanting to get involved. And sometimes that's our own fault. Back up a little bit from your mic. My bad. Because I can hear all your. Okay. Well, I'll yeah. start that over. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> well, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> and well. Let's talk a little louder. Well, we get to these layers. We, the, we get to the core of these layers too late. And a lot of it, sometimes we contribute to that because like was said a couple of weeks ago on this podcast, we lost the concept of it takes a village. And we got to a point where don't talk to my child. Don't do nothing to my child. That's my business and all this type of stuff. And, right. and it ends up someone gets shot and is like, well, I knew something was wrong when I saw X, Y, Z but then didn't say anything else because we're afraid we're going to be called a snitch. We're afraid that something's yeah. going to happen to us. Someone's going to confront us. How dare you go tell the authorities about such and such? He ain't crazy. He ain't got no problems. And it's denial. And even after it happens, right. we're so shocked. We're in denial. Right. And, and right now they're you... still looking for answers. They don't know why or what could have caused him to shoot his grandmother. They don't know where right. his parents are. They don't know anything. Oh, about wow. Wow. What you about to say, so, so they don't know. I, and you know why the world is like that about the village? Because the village been corrupt. It's, yeah. It's, mm. predator, it's predators in the village now. That's why the world is so different now. Yeah. You can't trust them with everyone with our kids. Mm -hmm. it's the oh, DTA man, I like that right don't there. Don't trust anybody. Yeah. The predators yeah, it's are different in the village. <clears throat> it's predator in the village and, yeah, and you can't trust some everyone some, with your kids yeah, some of the messing with your kids you used yeah. to be able to trust are now the predator or it's even worse that because of what we said earlier but don't say anything that happened molestation happens and it's the same one that was supposed to be right. the one to protect you in that village and yes. 30 yep. years later all that comes out through other actions because the hurt's been able to build because of resentment, no one did anything. Everybody knew, but didn't do anything. So you start resenting family right. members, you start resenting friends, you start resenting neighbors, and that spills over into relationships. That spills over to them having their children and then passing that resentment onto the children. And so the hate grows. And as each layer of hate grows, the layers get thicker. Wow. And yeah. thicker and thicker. Thicker. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, the end game to all this hurt is somebody else being hurt and it's usually somebody innocent that gets caught in the middle like these children yeah and that's you're right that's exactly what happens man. because as a child growing up you know they're so so innocent we are all innocent as a child it's like you know, and and it's so so vulnerable to where yeah. you know, and there's they're so trusting, and once I was just gonna say that yep. once once we plant that seed mm -hmm. of distrust and hurt, and you know, and children begin to grow up and see these things and and. These things stick with them throughout their life. And let's go back to this part where, um, where, uh, gee, when you were talking about that, some, you, you know, parents be like, you know, don't say this to my child, don't talk to my child. Mm -hmm. And it's just like when you have these parents that will walk up 
I mean, that were going to the schools and, and be ready to cuss the teachers out because they wrote their child up. They did this to their child. They, the child was even being disruptive than the teacher trying to take control of the child, I mean, of the classroom and make sure that everybody has an equal opportunity to learn. But then you got those parents that don't want to hear that or hear that. But you ain't going to talk to my child like that. You're not going to do this, that, and the third on my child. Instead of being sensible. And see, and that parent only doing that is because of the way that they were brought right. up. Brought up. It's, it's, right. it's the, the, the cycle continues. And, and, right. and all, it, all it's doing is teaching that child, that son or daughter, is that, hey, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. My mom right. is being an enabler. She's, she's allowing me to do this. And it's going to get to the point where that child is old enough and strong enough to step up to mama. And now you got and mama spirit. has got no credit. Mama's got no credibility no more because she allowed it for so long. Yeah. And so now what's she going to do with the thing that she went through? That spirit of entitlement right. now. Man. They got that spirit of hey. entitlement. And you know what? It'd be like the real young, young mothers that does that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be the real young mothers that does that and go. And see, and that because of these young men. They don't want to dare going to be daddies. They rather want to lay up and poke, 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 but don't want to do your job, job, job. Mm-hmm. It takes a, it's anybody can be a daddy. Anybody. But it takes a real man to be a father. Just like yeah. any woman can be a mother. A mother. But it takes right. a real woman to be a mom. Yeah. Mother. Yeah. A mother to nurture. And it goes back to what I was talking about last week. All these younger people are making mistakes. And because everybody else is looking at them and shunning them because of their mistake, they bottle up. Nobody wants to help yep. me. Fine. I'll do it on my own. And then when they, when that child grows up, they've got that. So the whole isolation issue, they've allowed their child. You know, I'm not going to let my child just be talked to anybody. I'm not going to yep. treat, I'm not going to treat my child like they treated me. Yeah. So I'm going to let them do whatever they want. I'm going to let them have some freedom. I won't let them be, whatever they want to be and when you have those unlimited boundaries by the time they're 10 and they're learning how to go around the corner and be drug runners for drug dealers they're going around the corner and learning how to shoot up heroin between their toes so mama don't see it and all that stuff and and learning all these things but mama don't care because mama just like no one's going to talk to my kid like that because i'm going to protect my child from all the hurt that i had but doesn't realize that hurt that she's trying to protect them from is hurting that child 20 times worse. Yes. Exactly. Because the core, the layers keep growing around the core, keeps growing around the core. And it's just like a bad callus that you have on your hand or on your, your toe or your corns. Yeah. The longer you let it build, the tougher it gets. Yeah. And the, and the tougher it gets, the more difficult it is to walk. It, the more difficult it is to walk. Same thing with these layers. The more we let them build, the harder it is to live with a free conscience and with a free mind and to live yes. and it's and it's harder to it, it's very very hard to love mm-hmm. you don't trust nobody no not even yourself right. no no because you cause it destruction destruction not even to just just ever yourself but you you destruction you just you causing destruction to everyone else mm-hmm. i think i'm talking right. i think i'm Talking faster than I'm thinking. What y'all think? Probably. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Fatal narcissist syndrome. I'm a fatal narcissist syndrome. Oh. 
No, that's, that's what I got? No, that's not what you got. That's what oh, all man. these... I got this, this, this hurt comes from. Oh! <laughs> yes. Wait, yeah. it, it, I thought you were talking you about gotta me. let you get it out now. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was talking about my, my not, um, not you. No, we my, all I do talking it a lot. Faster than I'm talking faster than you think, and the next thing yeah. you know, you're on the outcast. Now, yeah. I'm down, you're on the you're on the outtakes part of this podcast. Yes, indeed. We're here to bring you inspiration and information. Let's like be on site podcast, baby. But yeah, sometimes you just gotta laugh because everything's just so devastating. You just gotta yeah, man. Yeah. If you don't, man, we'd be depressed and hurt so bad, man. Mm-hmm. Right. right now, you know, it's, right about and, it's a, and it's a season and time and place for everything. You know, it's a time to cry. It's a time to laugh. It's a it's a time to to be up and it's time to be down. But don't don't stay down. Don't stay down, man. This is hurt, man. Can't nobody tell nobody how to give over somebody, mm-hmm. man. It takes no. years and years and years, man. You know, and right. and you can't get over my. You never get over that hurt. You know, some people would would drive so deep into depression if they're not caught or got them in that encouraging group. Man, they would be lost. They would be lost, and then you know, this was when a lot of uh, the, the the suicide rate would go up. Yes, indeed. right. And like you said, it's the people you have around you when you're in these types of situations. If you don't have that encouragement around you, mm-hmm. that positivity around you, you'll seek deeper and deeper into that hurt. Then that like then like that hurt becomes resentment, that resentment becomes distress, that distress becomes anger, and that anger mm. lashes out in death. Yes. To the point where you don't care who you kill, and at the end you don't care if you die yourself. Nope. Mm. That's just, this that's that's how that's how a lot of these things happen. Mm-hmm. Is is it starts in our mind, mm-hmm. and this is why we say mental health is important. Hatred starts in our mind. Most people might think that um, hatred starts in your heart, or you know, you have a uh, your heart is so hardened, you have an uh, uh, an evil heart. That's because of what's been planted into your mind. Yeah. Hate. Right. This level of hatred we see, a lot of people say, well, they were born that way. No, they weren't. No, they weren't burned with this. Burned. Born. <laughs> born burned. <laughs> they weren't born with this level of hate. They were taught this level of hate. Yes. And until somebody, right. yes. somebody comes with a better message, and especially if that's the only message they get, that's all they know. That's all they know. That's all they know. They don't know it's any better because no one or nothing has come around to let them. And if somebody tries, you go back to what you're talking about. That parent. Don't be talking to my child like that. Don't be telling nothing to my child. I tell you what, the next time I see you talking to my child, I you better it's going to be some smoke in the city because yeah. I'm going to burn this joker down. Don't you talk to my, don't talk, don't touch, don't touch, don't talk, don't speak, don't look. I am the teacher. I don't care who that's you are. Like somebody from the country. I don't care who you is. <laughs> no, that's the most ghetto. That's them ghetto people. You think because you got an education, you better than me and my child? I'll tell you right now, I'll get you fired tomorrow. That's that's the type of attitude you run across. Yeah. And so, right. so that child has to go home to that. And the and the only the only freedom from that could be in school. But now the, right. that child is afraid to go to any teacher, to go to anybody who possibly could be a friend, because their mama might go crazy 
you talking to somebody. Who you talking to? What are you talking about? I told you not to say nothing about what's going on here and then all that and it goes on that that child learns to be alone. That child learns yeah. to be You don't remember angry? The saying I'm gonna get my mom on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you already know. Get yep. my mom on you. You know, you 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 very seldom hear that anymore because the mom already jumping in it. Mm-hmm. You ain't yep. got a chance yep. to yep. say that. Oh. Kid ain't got to fight. The mama's already ready to not just just verbally lash out at somebody. They're ready to get knives and get guns and punch somebody. They, they will fight for. And so that learned behavior goes on. That child learns okay through either mama or grandmama or auntie or big brother or big sister. The way you resolve it is to knock somebody lights out. The way you solve it is to stab somebody until their lungs are punctured. The way you solve it is to grab a gun and to walk up to them and shoot them in the face. No, no, no debate, no arguing. You're just gonna, you're gonna end this right here. And, and it usually ends by you ending somebody else's life because it's a learned behavior. Yep. Guns don't kill people. Knives don't kill people. Mm-mm. People kill people. And I'm not trying to make this political, but the government is going in the wrong direction in this. They're trying to make all these new laws about guns, and they're not enforcing the ones they got. It's like getting a new car and three weeks later going buy a new car, but you never drove the old car. And we need to do something about the people. Because, and real quick, there's an episode of Law & Order Special Victims Unit that, uh, a daughter was going on. She was going shopping with her mother for her dress for her senior prom, and they're walking down the street, and a, a random homeless guy comes up and just shoots her, shoots her mom, and the child got shot too, but she survived. And then weeks later, it turned out that she witnessed another guy rape somebody, and that guy paid him to shoot her, and the 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 the, the girl kept asking what's going on, what's going on, what's going on? Why was this case being delayed? Why is this case being retried? Why, if, if you hadn't retried the case and started all over, my mama wouldn't have been shot. And finally, come to the end of the episode, they caught the person who did it. They even had an FBI agent that gave the gun to the guy who gave it to the guy. So he's in jail, the other two are in jail, and the girl comes in and she's talking to Detective Stabler and says, well, where is he? Where's the person who shot my mom? He's right there. He's in jail. Okay, thank you. And she looked at him. She talked to him. And she was talking to him. And then she pulled out a gun. And mm-hmm. and then the uh, one of the guys was just, just went shut up. And just went, what are you going to do with that? You're not going to do anything. And then she, he, she turned around to walk away. And said, yeah, I should have shot you the way I shot your mom. And she just turned around and just uncl- unloaded the gun on oh. the guy. And then... Detective Stabler had to do what he had to do. He was trained to do. He pulled out his gun and told her to drop the weapon. And and the other guy spoke up and said, you're just as uh, filthy of a whore as your mother. And she, she oh. shot him and Detective Stabler had to shoot the girl. And her last words and the last words of that episode was, the gun was easy to get. Just 50 bucks. I bought it off the street. So why make new why make new laws when it's easy to get any gun anything that's worth getting somebody's gonna try to find a way to get it 
So trying to stop people from buying guns is not going to stop people from shooting people. It's not going to stop it. You got to go to we got to investigate the source of this hate. And it's not in a manufactured piece of steel or plastic or whatever. It's in us. It's in our hearts. And until we learn to love each other again and love to learn to love each other like God loves us to love ourselves, then we could properly learn to love each other. This ain't going to stop. It's not going to stop because we slapped some sanctions on the NRA or, or gun manufacturers because they'll go to Mexico. They'll go to Canada. They'll go to Holland, they'll go to wherever they can to get a gun or guns. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Right. It's not, it's not, and like you said, guns don't kill people. Those triggers don't just automatically just start pulling themselves, and people just happen to be in the way of those bullets that fly. It's got to be aimed, it's got to be all that stuff. And I'm, I don't mean to get so political, but at the same time, this is political. But, mm -hmm. but mostly, it's a matter of the, it's a matter of the heart. It's yeah. a matter of the heart. And our hearts are hardened because of what we keep learning from each other, the way we keep treating each other. And we just think, well, it is what it is. And it's not going to get any better. And we just might have to make sure that we stay prayed up. Mm -hmm. Because that's going to be the key to the, a lot of, these, lot of this that's going on. We have to stay prayed up. But, yeah, man, it's definitely we, we out here chilling in the country. Down here, sitting halfway outside in the studio in the summertime in <laughs> May, and we got the dogs barking, the birds chirping, and we up in here talking. But we're here to make sure that we are in that we encourage you. Mm -hmm. Let's continue to make sure that we pray for one another. Yes, we exactly. lift up one another. Exactly. We we bring each other. Uh, some type of uh, just bring each other joy and some type of assurance yeah. that listen you're not in this by yourself you don't have to do this by yourself you don't have to be feeling that as if you are alone in this thing because we are here together I say I'm your friend I'm your friend we ought to be true definitions to the scripture where it says am I my brother's keeper and that's when you say yes we are we ought to be able to be there for each other, but yet there's so much sabotaging against one another and brothers and sisters to where it's not funny. All this hate builds up, builds up, and builds up, and it carries over to anywhere or anything that we do, whether it's right. church, school, the job, park, everything, everything. yeah, road yep. rage and everything. Why? Why are you having so much road rage? What's going on with you that you get mad because you don't got cut off? Reason being, sometimes I want to say it one day that because that could have been my life, but yet now you want to go and take someone else's life because it could have been yours. Just go, you made it. Thank God. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Over a year ago, out in Los Angeles, you speaking of road race, someone cut someone off in traffic, and instead of honking the horn, of course they did that. But first thing they did, they reached over to a government apartment, pulled out a gun while driving shot through their windshield at the car mm. and hit a five-year-old that was in a booster seat in the back seat. Dang. Because they were mad they got cut off. Wow. Man. So that's, oh, man. that's what we're dealing with. And, and the, the worst thing about this pandemic, as bad as the virus 
is and was and the way people pass away from the virus the 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 biggest killer that's not being talked about enough is the isolation that this pandemic put a lot of us in and some of us were already on fragile states now you got to say you got to stay locked up for weeks and months now even more isolated even when you go back out into people we don't know how to act and we don't know how to treat each other bro so all that just makes everything worse the being that you just said that it just popped up in my mind there was a cousin that came out and said that the guy of the shooting in buffalo Mm -hmm. They said the reason why is the young man did that is because of being isolated uh, from COVID. Mm. And, and, and wow. it messed him up. And that's a bunch of baloney. This was a racist act, a hate crime. That's what this was. These had nothing to do with anything about COVID. That's a poor excuse if I ever heard one. I'm sick of it mm-hmm. because we, 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 we do this, the handicapped people, uh, hatred acts, and they, they use these things, these hatred acts as excuses to, 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 to allow someone to get away with a specific crime or get a lesser sense, sentence. Mm-hmm. To blame it on somebody right. else or something else. Or something else. Absolutely. Yeah, you, 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 the, the blame are, go on you. Yeah, there are true, there are true cases of depression because of the pandemic. But that the, what happened to the guy in Buffalo was far deeper than just pure isolation. This guy was studying this hatred. Studying. He was he he surveilled that 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 area code in East Buffalo for months. For months, yes. people people were people yeah. were saying, "We've seen this car before." We saw this car a few months ago. They saw old surveillance wow. cameras of this guy driving through that neighborhood. So while the isolation may have been something, may have done a little bit, it's not the it's not the one reason. And like I said, these layers get piled up on top of layers, and this isolation thing is just another layer on top of what really was at the the mindset of this individual. So much so he wasn't planning on living. He wrote a suicide note. Yeah. He planned wow. on being shot. He planned on dying, but he didn't. And then he said, in the rare case that I do make it out alive, I will plead guilty because this is intentional. And of course, he got a hold of a lawyer that said he's going to plead not guilty. <laughs> but, wow. but this was totally intentional. This was, and this goes again, this is once again the end game of, of hurt. He was hurt by something. No one still knows what it is, but at the, at the end game of it, a whole bunch of innocent people died simply because of the skin color. Nothing mm. more, nothing less. It didn't matter how old you were. It didn't matter how young you were. It didn't matter if you just got out of college, about to go to college, just graduated high school. It didn't matter. None of it. It was simply because of your skin color. Exactly. Now, something had to teach him that type of hurt. Something yes. had to teach him that type of hurt. That type of hate. Hurt and hate. Yeah. Hate, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Exactly, man. So this is beyond Dylan Ruth hate. Yeah, yeah you're right. This is beyond that. And you know, and I'm and and it's not to make 
any wrongdoing bigger than the next. Mm-hmm. Well, wrong yeah, is a wrong. Wrong is wrong, yeah. But, you know, when we talk about layers, this is how we mm-hmm. are here to express it and, and, and deliver it the way that, you know, we getting it. And these are our opinions. And remember, we're going to continue this topic. You know, there's layers to this. There's, there's layers and layers to this. And we're going to continue to unfold and peel back the layers of hurt or what causes hurt or hate, depression, anxiety, and different things of that sort. And uh, maybe I can get a doctor on the phone or something like that as well. And, um, and then we'll a psychiatrist. Then we'll eventually get yeah, some encouragement too. No? Yes. Because yeah, it's while in. And some people who may be listening say, I thought you guys were inspiration, but you got to know what you're tackling. You got, exactly. to, know, you got to understand what's going on. And then, and then you got to understand while this may be going on, hey, mm-hmm. there is a brighter day. There, There is a light at the end of this tunnel. Yeah, we can't give up hope because yes. all things stop moving forward when we give up on hope. Exactly. Hope and is that's the what, motivation and the motor that drives hope. our dreams. Hope. And once that dies, that's when everything ceases. So we can't let hope die. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. I forgot to pee. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hope. <laughs> Faith, love, and hope. In there. Faith, yeah. love, and hope. Mm-hmm. And the greater of those is love. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have love, mm-hmm. you have nothing. nothing. Okay, so remember mm-hmm. that. And always remember to put God first. So we're going to make sure that we remember to keep prayer, keep the families in prayer that's been devastated by this tragic thing of um, all these shootings that has happened across our country. So we want to make sure that we do that and continuously to keep everyone encouraged and lifted up before God. And if we continue to lift Jesus, he will do the drawing. Amen. Amen. So we're going to make sure. Amen. We and so we will continue our conversation on. So ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause for the cause and we're going to be back next week. Remember to always tune in. Leave us a message. God bless y'all and good night. Good night, y'all. Good night. Yeah. DJ Pastor Happy V of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Let's go. Let's go. Thanks for listening to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast, a podcast of inspiration and information, a production of Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Contact us by email at sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment and on Twitter at Podcast Sight 4. This podcast is edited and produced by me, Mr. G. Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment is your home for quality, professional DJ and photography services, school functions, church events, weddings, you name it. Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment is here to help make your event special just for you. We also have studio time and give piano and drum lessons to people of all ages. For more information, contact us on our Facebook page, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment. Call us at 864-529-5360 or email us at sightbeyondsight7 at gmail.com. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Tell them I said...
Say what? Say what? Huh? Say what? Say, tell him I say thank you. Okay, he can hear you. You're welcome. Oh, thank you, Mr. G. You're very welcome. You heard him? Yeah. Was he low when he said that? No. Am I low? Huh? Am I low? Uh-uh. How low no. can you go? Get broke with the buffalo. Don't believe the hype. I was thinking, get low, 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 Let's go. Let's go. I see you. Let's go. Let's go. You can hear us louder than me, louder than before. You were trying to, you were too busy trying to catch us, catch us, picking our noses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That's why I just made up line. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 that is good. I just had to turn that voice over because, man, that's getting the record. That'll make me like. Dude, something's wrong with him, man. Let's go. Let's go. But it, it does it does lead to the question of what can what hurt in his life. Is Tuff sitting in a tub? Hello? You said what? Are you you taking a bath? No, what you doing? Oh, you heard that bottom <laughs> earlier when you said what are you doing because <laughs> i heard that same thing when we got started i'm like what are you doing You're like, what? and he kept on going so we dropped okay. it but then he came back and like, yeah do we need to pause oh, do we, we need to call back <laughs> <laughs> okay oh man everything i heard it oh man so we may not be able to see it but we definitely heard it yeah <laughs> do you hear what i hear <laughs> let's go, let's go. Faster than I think. Faster than you think, and the next thing yeah. you know, you're on the outcast. Now, yeah. I'm down, you're on the, the outtakes part of this podcast. Yeah. Like, I will be just by saying outcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like Andre that group, Andre. <laughs> Andre Neal. <laughs> if y'all listening, by the way. Yeah, oh man, hush that bug. Oh. Everybody move to the back of the bug. That's in the bug. That's all I know. Okay. That's all you know. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Hey. Go ahead, G. Uh-huh. You know, heavy G in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I search high and I search low. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Got him started. Yeah, you know, Crump. I think, I think Mr. G is a Sugar Hill dude. The Sugar Hill gang. I like that food. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, you like, you're more like them. I don't know about that. For my time. You, well, no offense, you're younger than us, so it's gotta be before our time, too. We're not 80s. Oh, I thought that was 80 something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
get my insure and go watch <laughs> and go watch Matlock one more time. Oh, the Matlock <laughs> and all them other shows. Yeah, on the prairie. Now we gotta speed this up. Bedtime coming soon, then. Oh, the Perry Mason show. Yep. <laughs> got to be more careful. Can't leave out Bonanza. Nope, sure can't. Bonanza and Gunsmoke, Have Gun, will travel. And we're here to bring you inspiration. You know all of them. What you say, buddy? It is old Papa G. You know I love old shows. So much right there, man. Right uh, you old too. Me. Bewitched Valley. Oh, yeah. I don't know nothing about that. The monkeys. What? Uh, you don't know nothing? You didn't watch I know the end of the Not at all. I watch Bernie at night. I watch the Andy Griffin show. Oh, you watch uh, the Andy Griffin show. I love Bernie. <laughs> In the butt. <laughs> What the heck? I can't whistle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can whistle while I work. All right, listen. We got to get back on uh-huh. track. Gotta... <laughs> it's all good. We'll get back on track. Let's go. Let's go. I want that dog, Hush. Don't be talking about Rocco. <laughs> I'm trying to get in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you can't translate what he said, but there was something against Utah. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna. Oh, yeah. Right. Utah right. making hedge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go.